Grab a bottle or a pint, sit back and enjoy. Today's subject, we're going to be looking at WoW news, but more specifically, we're going to be drilling down on two of the biggest points of the week, or this current week, which will be the Torghast Twisting Corridors and the Covenant Campaign endings and the Covenant Campaigns wrapping up as a whole. So, without further ado, we will get started on uh, Torghast and the Twisting Corridors aspect. So, with uh, this being the last week of the uh, round robin, robin? <laughs> round robin of the uh, Torghast uh, like places, so uh, two uh, different wings, there you go, there's the word, two different wings of Torghast opened up each and every week. two I believe from the very first week of uh, Shadowlands launch and uh, it also introduced uh, Torghast Twisting Corridors which is what leads you uh, which is where Bolvar leads you for the next quest of the Torghast campaign now what Torghast Twisting Corridors is compared to the others is it is a longer it's a longer or more floors per layer. So with the normal uh, wings of Torghast, you have six floors. And after that sixth floor boss, your Torghast run is done. It is over. You go out. You can re-enter Torghast again if you want on a different layer. You can go and do completely other things. You can do whatever you want. Now with Torghast Twisting Corridors, it's tripled. So each layer has 18 floors on it. And there are eight layers, like there is eight layers for every other uh, wing of Torghast. And that comes up to 144 floors. Out of all the eight layers, you have 144 floors to battle your way through and go up Torghast, essentially. Now, I've been doing a few on my Boomkin. I'm at lay. I've got to do layer four. I've done layer one, two, and three. Now, for a boomkin, this is quite fun because you have many different uh, anima powers that really empower your convoke the spirits. For me, anyway, convoke might be other things for like other druids, but mostly it is convoke. And the scaling isn't really an issue for me because I kill a lot of the mobs quite easily to be honest they do hit hard they do still one shot me and i do have to be careful about that but my damage scaling is very good compared to the mob's health like they've got the balance perfect there for me anyway for other classes it is a bit different because there is that class imbalance within torghast there are some classes that do a lot worse there's some classes that do a lot better me, personally, I think I've got one of the classes that do a lot better, mainly because of the self-sustain, the damage that I can output. So I am currently loving Twisting Corridors, and many, or at least a, some, a small portion aren't loving it, because they feel as if 18 floors is too much of a grind to go through. Now, what do you get out of doing the Twisting Corridors? Firstly, every two layers you get something different, a little reward. 
So for the first or the second layer, you get a pet. For the fourth layer, you get a toy. For the sixth layer, you get a title. And for the eighth layer, you get a mount. And this mount is very specific or unique because it allows you to mount within the moor. That is the only mount that you can use within the moor itself. Now, there is another way to obtain this mount, and it is in the moor zone. It is a zone, like, sort of test. I forget what it's called. Like, as there's a zonal thing on the map. You can see it, like, physically, and you progress, like, you defeat certain enemies, and then a big big boy will spawn. You kill that big boy. I've forgotten what it's called, to be honest, them sort of things. But I'm sure it will come back later. But for 18 floors, I see really high numbers for my boomkin. I'm seeing, like, 150k full moons. I'm seeing 150k star surge. I'm seeing big numbers. This is compared to something like, I think the max I've got is about 16k full moon like not in Torgar, so these numbers are quite substantially big and it's not one shot in anything at all. It's not like killing the lot the boss is fast. It's very well scaled to me anyway. But again you're not gonna get that perfection with other classes. Now people see it as a s like like I said, a real challenge to go through 18 floors and eight layers just to get this one mount. But that is why the mount is not just accessible through the uh, Torghast, it is also accessible in the moor. And for me, I find it quite fun. It's something just to do. It's something to feel powerful when it's like, oh my God, these massive numbers. Like in um, previous expansions, they have done a level squish for... Uh, Shadowlands, where your character is now level 60 at max level, all the numbers are scaled down to around about Burning Crusade numbers, I'd say, maybe Wrathful Lich King numbers for some, but you get about 30k health, deal about, you know, 3k DPS, 3, 4, 5k DPS every now and again, and I just... It's nice seeing like big crits compared to your levels like that you are right now. Like seeing a 16k full moon in an arena is great fun. I absolutely love it. But then heading into Torghast, getting to the last boss on the 18th floor and seeing a 155k like full moon, it really brings you back to the legion sort of numbers and just to see big numbers you think, "Oh yeah, I'm really like pumping some damage into this guy. It feels really, you know, you feel powerful. You feel super powerful. And it's like, yeah, I'm absolutely destroying this guy. So for me, Torghast Twisting Corridors, tried to say that too quickly, is a real win. But obviously, this is always going to be there now, the Twisting Corridors. That will never go. The other two wings of Torghast will be rotated weekly like it has been for the past, well, since Shadowlands came out. So you want to do that to get your weekly Soul Ash, but because you can't get your Soul Ash within Torghast, like Twisting Corridors, that is there mainly for the mount and mainly for people just to enjoy, I feel. It is not mandatory to do it at all. 
And if you feel as if it is mandatory because of the quest, you do not have to. So what you do is you need three items from the Twisting Corridors to prove that Anduin, like where Anduin is, to find Anduin. And you can go through one layer and go through all 18 floors. And after each boss, which is every six floors, you get a piece. So you get clue number one, two and three after the 18 floors. Or you could just jump in, do up to floor six, leave and rinse and repeat. Jump into Twisting Corridors again, go up to floor six, get a piece and then do it a third time and you've got your piece. You don't have to slug through the 18 floors if your class is feeling a bit, you know, unbalanced at the moment within Torghast. It's not feeling quite as fun, not as good. It feels quite groggy or you just simply don't have the item level to beat the last boss on the final floor because there are some classes that won't be able to in certain item level gear it is meant to be a challenge Torghast is the big baddie place where everyone's meant to be you know screaming and tortured and you're just waltzing in there one shot and everything and it's kind of like oh well I don't know why everyone's just sat in here and getting tortured I mean it's easy to walk out almost like no it's meant to be a challenge and it's meant to be just fun it's meant to experiment with different builds that you can have with anima powers. It's meant to be just a whole complete... It's meant to be a different way of playing your character sometimes with the anima powers that you get. That's what makes it so unique and fun. And that is why I personally love the Twisting Corridors. Some people might not. But from the three layers that I've done, I've had a blast. And don't get me wrong, these floors and layers take a while I've averaged it about, or I'm going to average about two hours per layer, which comes to 16 hours of Torghast if you do all the layers back to back. Now, that is quite something. (laughs) But I've done layer one, two and three, and it's taken me about four and a half, five hours to do them three layers. So as you go up the different layers, the enemies get tougher from the start They have more health towards the end. They have more damage towards the end. So it kind of evens out to about two hours per layer. And yeah, like I said, this is 16 hours worth of Torghast of either very much a lot of fun in my point, from my point of view, or a groggy grind that some people might also think because they just want the mount. They don't want to have the like low drop chance that it has out in the Moor Zone itself, which is fair enough. And I can see a lot of people doing the Twisting Corridors for that mount on layer 8. I really, really can. But I also see a lot of people who would do Twisting Corridors even after they've done layer 8 just for fun. Because it is just, I want to see how powerful I can make my character with these powers, if I get super lucky and get this set of powers, I want to see if I can one-shot this boss or something like that. There will be tests that people set themselves to get within Torghast and it can bring out a lot of fun, like, one-shots, fun, quirky things and that is the, like, great part about it. It can bring out so many different possibilities with the powers that you get in there. So I can certainly see people enjoying 
like the twisting corridors even after they've done with layer eight. And I think personally, if they go for an endless mode in twisting corridors, I think that people would go for it. I think people would really go for it. If they added something like a endless mode, but the endless mode capped at like 500 floors, something like that, but you could save your progress every 20 floors or something. Every 20 floors, you can save your progress, come back to it at a later date, and just pick up from where you left off, as it's something to just mindlessly do and see what you can get out of it. See if you can crash your game. See if you can disconnect your WoW client. I certainly have. I was in the. I was doing um layer two, and I was on like floor fifteen, one shotting things, calling like sixteen four moons down upon people. And as soon as I pressed my convoke, like my convoke the spirits, after about five spells cast within like point five seconds, my game's crashed. Or not my games crashed. I actually got DC'd because of everything that was happening. It's that crazy that it can do that. The amount of stuff that, like, Torghast could lend you so much that it can disconnect you from the WoW game is hilarious to me. And I found it hilarious. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe, like, this has just happened. Like, this has just actually crashed my game me being too powerful almost is that fun side it can it can get annoying i have died both times that i've disconnected to that to me dcing mid pull after a massive aoe pull and i press convoke and i dc and i come back dead both times with like a partner that i'm running through torghast with either like a hunter friend or a paladin like it's Honestly, really fun, because it's just like, oh, Oh, well, I'm dead. That's a shame. Oh, well, let's try that again. It just doesn't really phase you. It's like, okay, I'm so powerful, I don't even need to bother with that one death. I don't care. It'll be fine. I would really like to see the endless mode, though. I would like to see them implement it, and I would... Because that would appeal to a small portion of the community... Myself included, I would like to give it a go, just the endless mode to see what can happen. But it would certainly give a small portion of the community a good chance to see what they can do, see what they can experiment with, see what builds they can make, what powers they can get. Obviously, I would think that this comes at a later date because the amount of anima powers that are in there wouldn't be enough for like 500 floors or whatever. So they would need to add some more anima powers, but it's tough to do that because obviously you're going to get tuning issues and everything like that. So I would imagine that they would bring that out at a later date, but I think it would be great fun. I would certainly not be against it. It's just more content that people can like enjoy and have a little laugh about. It's nothing like attached to it. It's just if people want to do it, it's there. It's there for you. Like Feel free to just walk on in and see what you can do, like a sandbox mode almost, and that would be the best, that would be the drawing point to it, that it would be a sandbox mode. So, moving on from Twisting Corridors, we're going to go towards the Covenant, and more specifically the Covenant campaign endings this week. So, every Covenant 
will have their final campaign uh, chapter unlocked. It is unlocked as of the day that I am recording this. And uh, I would imagine that some or most of you have played through it. Now, I myself went through the Arden World campaign as my main is a boomkin. And, you know, I had to pick Night Fae for that Convoke because it's just, you know, very fun. And the ending was great. The campaign ending was great. I, I've seen the Maldraxxus, the Revendreth one. I've not seen the Bastion one, but I've seen them two. And they are also very good the way that they round everything off and sort of have show you what's going to happen in the near future almost, or kind of. They give you a hint of who we'll be facing, what we'll be doing, etc. The Ardenwood one is a lot more clear-cut, I would say. It ends without anything leading on from it. So it wraps up a story, but there's nothing that is introduced afterwards in that regard. That is why... Let's take a quick break. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomized genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that owl has to be an action adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative a construction off the <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely entirely check out the gaming blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now that is why i quite like it in a sense because it is just that's the end of the story there we're going to be moving on to something else. This is a new story that arises like over there somewhere. And I'm sure that'll be in a later patch, obviously. But the Covenant campaign, just throughout the entire nine weeks that Shadowlands has been out, I've loved every single moment of it because it tells you a small story bit by bit. And it's not like you can just do it all in one go, get it over with. I just want my Covenant set. Gimme, gimme, gimme. It's you're actually listening and playing through the content rather than just, yep, give me that quest, done that quest, cool, what's the next quest, etc. It's more, okay, this is a nice story over the course of nine weeks, you know, there's something to look forward to after, like, next week, after this chapter, there's something to look forward to. But now that it's come to an end, there isn't anything to look towards. Everything has been rounded off in a way so that it goes into the next patch, which is 9.1. The only thing that is uh, not concluded yet is the Anduin storyline, which is in Torghast, which you go into and, you know, get the clues for Anduin. Now, I'm not too sure how that will continue, if Bolvar will keep giving you quests afterward, after, like, this week, or if it, it will just be continued in 9.1, I'm not too sure what will happen, in all honesty. Now, with the Covenant campaign endings, you obviously get your entire Covenant set. Uh, or at least you did last week, I believe. There might have been a piece or two this week, but you got like a mount and you got loads of other different things that you can use to customise your character. Mount, 
for Arden World, you get a soul shape, which lets you transform into a moth. You also get some raid finder weapon, uh, like icon things, icons, like blobs, pretty much where you trade them in for a weapon. So some nice transmog there, certainly for me anyway. But again, there isn't much that leads us on to the next part. They need to do something within the next few weeks, I would have thought, to keep our interest. Maybe just have something sprout up on the edge of Ardenwild to like make it seem like there's something new coming. Or maybe in like Revendreth, where there's something else lurking on the horizon. But... What I'm saying is, what's next? And we don't know. We have no idea what is possibly next for the Covenant campaigns. We don't know if we're going to add to them. We don't know if that's just it. They're just going to be sort of scrapped and left there. Like, basically forever. We don't know if they're getting added to, pretty much. The only thing that we can do each week now is uh, level up our renown with the weekly quests that we get which is the anima, get your weekly 1000 anima, and get your souls from the moor. Now, I'm not too sure where the third renown is going to come from, because the third renown was usually the quest, was usually the covenant campaign quest, if I remember correctly. So I'm not too sure how they're going to do that, but it'll be interesting to see. If they do it two renown a week, we should be looking at a few... Or at least a couple more months, maybe a few months until we basically have nothing to do with the current stage of the game. Because we'll be capped on Renown, we would have cleared the raid tier, we would have done all the campaign stuff, Twisting Corridor stuff. There won't be anything to do. So there's sort of that time period where they have, they know when to get like content released. They've got a few months almost to keep the player base happy. Again, they don't want a drought like they did in Warlords of Draenor, where there was, I think, about several months just without anything. Like, eight, nine months, just nothing, no content at all. The only reason I logged on in Warlords of Draenor was um, to PvP. But, I mean, it's just... It's going to be interesting to see what happens with the Anduin storyline, if they're going to carry it on next week, if it's going to be in 9.1... And it's going to be interesting to see if we hear anything in terms of content coming out within the next few months. Now, the most likely suggestion or the most likely story is that we will hear about this in Twitch Conline. No, not Twitch Conline. It's BlizzCon line. That one. Twitch Conline is uh, something different. Um, that's just Twitch. But. I would most likely think that we're going to hear stuff about the future of Shadowlands and uh, where the content will take us in the next patches. And obviously that is a month away, I think. Yeah, about a month away, give or take, um, BlizzCon line. So not much longer to wait in terms of like hearing about the future of the Shadowlands, to be honest. And to keep the time passing over... There are obviously arenas and mythic dungeons or invita is it invitationals? I think it's invitationals, yeah. Where um, they are starting up as of uh, Friday the 15th and uh, 16th, 17th, you know, 
the entire weekend. Um, and they will go on until March, I believe. March, and then they take a small break, and they will be back in about May time, I believe, through the summer. And then after that, it will be towards winter time, yeah. Yeah, towards winter time. So, at least you've got some arenas and mythic dungeons, if you're into that, to look forward to, to keep the time passing over until... BlizzCon line to see where the Shadowlands will be taking us. But that is all for today. Thank you all very much for listening. I have uh, got a Patreon special deal going up on at the moment. It is only valid until the 31st of January, so please do check that out. If uh, you want any more details on it, please go and check the Pig and Whistle Facebook page. The link is in the description below. And also, please leave a rating on the podcast. It means the world to me and it will help me grow the podcast and get a lot more content and just better content out there for you guys because this is what I really want to do. I want to, you know, give you guys a better just listening material and I can only do that with your help. So, again, thank you all very much for listening. As always, it's very appreciated. And go with Valor, friend. Goodbye.